0: On today's episode of the Kindred 360 podcast, we're visited by the tech guru, Rod starts a wildfire, and there's a new segment. Let's go!
1: You're listening to the Kindred 360 podcast with your hosts, Pastor Rod Idle, Matt Smith, Lindsey Terry, and Chris Moore. The Kindred 360 podcast is an extension of Kindred Church in Midlothian, Virginia. At Kindred, we help people find their purpose. We believe that God designed us to be surrounded by others who love and care for us. We call this your tribe. We invite you to be part of our tribe today, so enjoy the fun, inspiration, and introspection all in today's episode of Kindred 360. Now, Pastor Rod Idol.
2: The weapon may be formed, but it won't prosper. When the darkness falls, you won't prevail Cause the God I serve knows only how to try triumph And my God will never fail Oh my God will never fail And I'm gonna see a victory I'm gonna see a victory we of-
1: Welcome to Podcast 360 with... Kindred Church. It's been a long time since we've been with you, and it's good to have you back. Unlike what the announcer said, that was not me. (laughs) I know that many of you thought, wow, Rod can really sing. But that was Lindsay Terry, our worship leader, my daughter, and she shared with us this morning. And thanks so much, Lindsay, for uh, that beautiful song. And we appreciate you being with us today. Listen, I want everybody to say hi. So let's start with my main man, the often forgotten Chris Muller. Let's see Chris is Chris is here. We got him with us today. Pretty excited about that. Lindsay, you want to give your how's it going? All right. Mike? Hey everybody. All right. And Matthew. Hey, what's up, everyone? All right. right. It's good to have all you guys back with us and good to be sharing with us. Golly, it's January 29th. Is today the 29th? I have
3: no idea. I think it is. is. That is
1: crazy. It's almost It just seems like we turned 2020, and the first month is over. Yeah, but guys, we got some exciting stuff coming. Come Friday afternoon, that's right. We take possession of our new facility. Let's go! All right, that's pretty exciting. I'm a, I'm pumped about that. We got some uh, first drawings in that uh, our contractor is going to be meeting with Nikita and going over. So that's pretty cool. And um, you guys will be out there in our audience land. You'll be hearing more about that as time goes on. Uh, But before we get into, we got Nestor going to be with us, Nestor the Mailman. We're going to do a tech review, all that kind of stuff. But before we do that, I think we have something very, very important to say. So I want everybody to listen up. Today, my buddy Owen turns four years old. Happy birthday, (laughs) Owen. all right, man. If he was here right now, he'd be all over that mic, probably singing right along with yeah. Lindsey. That guy, <laughs> that kid loves to Stomping sing. His he sure does. does. Oh, he was uh, So he's into Star Wars right now. Yeah. And
4: in the baby monitor, we still have the, you know, so we can just make sure he's okay at night. And he usually calls for us and lets us know he's ready to get up. And so this morning, 7 a.m., I hear Dum 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 dum. that's great.
1: Oh, that's funny. Well, happy birthday, Owen. We're happy for you, and I know mom and dad are gonna have a special, special day for you. So today we have with us our man Nestor. The mailman. So Nestor, why don't you take it away?
5: Hello, Kindred 360 family. This is Nestor, your mailman, delivering your Bible verse for the week, which comes from Psalm 41, starting at verse 4. O Lord, I prayed, have mercy on me. Heal me, for I have sinned against you, but my enemies say nothing but evil about me. How soon will he die and be forgotten, they ask. They visit me as if they were my friends, but all the while they gather gossip. And when they leave, they spread it everywhere. All who hate me whisper about me, imagining the worst. He has some fatal disease, they say. He will never get out of that bed. Even my best friend, the one I trusted completely, the one who shared my food, has turned against me. Lord, have mercy on me. Make me well again so I can pay them back. I know you are pleased with me. For you have not let my enemies triumph over me. You have persevered my life because I am innocent. You have brought me into your presence forever. Praise the Lord, the God of Israel, who lives from everlasting to everlasting. Amen and amen. All right, Nestor, thank you so much. Man, it's good to have Nestor
1: with us, isn't it? Yeah. I tell you, he is so good at that. And, you know, in case you guys didn't know, we need to be praying for Nestor and his family. Um, His father got a diagnosis recently that's pretty difficult, and um, we just want to be praying for him and his family, and uh, um, encouragement and strength and healing, that's for sure. That's what we're praying for. So uh, Nestor, thanks so much for being with us and sharing that word with us. Now listen, we have a tech review, all right, a tech review. Yeah, I haven't done one of these in a while.
4: Can you say it one more time, though?
1: I'm pretty excited. Is it a tech review? So here comes our tech review. <laughs> All right. We are doing <coughs> what Apple calls their, are these called ear What are these <laughs> called? AirPods. AirPods. I knew that. On the box, they should have called them earpods, but I'm not their marketing guy. But um, anyway, we have two different ones. We have two different generations. Is that right, Mike? Yes. Okay. So the smaller cased one is what? I'm not telling you. Okay. The smaller cased one is white, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, it says those are the first ones came out. They're about probably about three three years old. Okay. And um, it says it's not that. It this says they're not my AirPods that, because my phone
3: is saying that too.
1: Because not your AirPods, I think I did the later generation one. So what do I do, Mike? Do I connect these again? Sure. The yep. All right. So I'm going to connect. Why don't you this... tell them what you're trying to do? Yeah, I am. Take it easy, yeah. Skippy. All right. <laughs> I am trying to connect this first generation AirPod to my phone. It also, by the way, because I have my Um, iPad opened up, it'll connect to my iPad. But here we go. What there is, there's a little next to invisible button on the side of the case. You open up the case and then you hold that button down. And then it says connect on my phone. I press connect and it says connecting, 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 and it says done. Yeah, that's not a button, by the way, on the back. Well, you can feel it click when you push it. It just broke your (laughs) earpods. All right. And it says push button. That's All what right. it says. I'm just saying. Well, first oh, my gonna, gosh. What? For
3: once, Dad knew something Mike didn't <laughs> okay. know. Now, listen.
1: Oh, he's hey, he's he's the, this, mark this, mark this There is
4: a user. button on the peg. He's on the old ones. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm on the old ones. All right. Now, listen. This says <clears throat> Michael's AirPods. That's interesting. So, Michael's AirPods. Now, what, how am I going to use these with my headset in? Yeah, take, a, take, a, take the headphones off. Okay, take the headphones off. All right, so listen, they're supposed to have an R and an L on them, right? But I assume this is my R. Doesn't that little speaker thing go to the back? No. The other, other way are you serious? Yeah, yes. other you okay, yeah, it fits wrong in, wrong in a lot forever. better the other way. All right. So <laughs> these things
0: are terrible.
1: I have, yeah. <laughs> things things
0: they just
3: go straight into the back Every of my time ear. They fall out. It kind of looks like you're wearing earrings right now. Yeah.
1: Well, you know what? I'm trying it's to. Like you're you trying know, to be
3: the cool dad. Be hip with it.
1: Um, you know, these are my <laughs> little chess pieces out. hanging from my ear. <laughs> um, so, anyway, so these are my earpods. So, maybe I should try to make a phone call. No, I want them to play music. That's what they're really known for. Okay, but I don't know if I have they're music on my phone. Um, yeah, let me check. Right. Hang on. Let me check.
0: Where's play podcast.
1: My, oh, play that, my, play that Gaither music. Play Spotify.
0: There's my music joke. All,
1: All right, right.
0: I'm going to play my Gaither music. Here. <laughs> Every time.
1: <laughs> Shitty. Up. I'm going to play. Um, let's play. Lauren Daigle, you say.
0: Oh,
4: all right. Good. So that's
1: a good one. So. We're not going to hear, it, but you need to tell us the quality. Wait, I didn't.
3: It's not downloaded. I didn't
1: download it. Forget it. Let's go back to get something I got downloaded. <laughs> that might be Gaither's.
4: Old Rugged Cross with the Gaither's. <laughs> this is what makes this segment so great. All right.
1: That's not downloaded You can either. just
3: click it. You can stream it. You don't have to like.
1: I don't know how to do that. <laughs> so get me a song on there, Lindsay. So,
6: we have to show you how to use your phone
1: and the AirPods. You're not
3: connected to the internet. You have to connect to Wi-Fi or cellular. This doesn't have any.
4: Just pull up YouTube. So painful. Okay.
1: Yeah. All right. Let's, let's do this. Don't do YouTube. I don't know what that's supposed to do. <laughs> just, do a, supposed <laughs> to. just do a song. Just do a song.
0: You're the guru.
1: What right. are you talking?
3: This is the most. You, you I'm letting
1: people YouTube. see how teachable I am.
6: Do you know how the AirPods connect to your phone?
1: <laughs> Through the air? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Technically he's got you right there. <laughs> I really didn't think it was gonna be this bad.
1: No, it's not bad. Mm. Listen, listen. We're There's listening. a lot of people my generation would go. He had Spotify in there. I saw a Spotify. I got app. Spotify in there. It doesn't mean anything. I don't know what it does.
3: <laughs> None of your songs are downloaded.
1: Well they just were just do YouTube. And play song for YouTube. Oh my gosh. Hold on, wait.
3: Are you hearing all wow. the clicking?
1: The quality is fantastic. <laughs> I mean, that's click, click, pretty click, special click, 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 right clear. there. <laughs> that's what he's here. That's pretty special. YouTube.com. Oh, man. Twitter. It sounds like I'm at the concert. That's crazy. I wish you could hear it out there. That sounds Because it's... Uh, he's oh, lying. He it doesn't know at cr- all. There's
6: he's nothing it sounds great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it sounds great. Oh, my ceiling. gosh. That is unbelievable. These are really good. Uh, let's try the other ones. Let's go ahead and try the other ones. Okay.
3: It's up now. Listen. It's it, Put them in. Listen to this. I was
1: trying to fake it out so we could get moving. <laughs> <laughs> it stopped. I know. Sorry for those of you out listening. Larry, this is a
3: great song, by the way. I if apologize. you haven't listened to Refiner by Maverick uh, so City Music, oh,
6: that's
1: it's good. coming on right now. Gotta listen to it. Wow. Well, okay. Man. Yeah. That's really good. Of course, I've never had these things before in my ears. How's the correct like way? Move your head.
4: Move your, move, your, move your head around.
3: Do they feel like they're going to fall out?
4: No. So that's the thing about those is you can. Hear. <laughs> He's drunk and doing his boxing routine.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, wait. Shooting some moves. Go. That's more appropriate. Golf, yeah. Yeah, they didn't come out when I took my golf swing. They are actually
6: Cause. extremely convenient for when you're.
1: Convenient or convenient? Can-venient. They are convenient. All right, let's try Aries. Aries. All right, all right. Let's, uh, how do we, Lindsay, pause that. All right, so let's try the other ones, all right? So I'm taking these out. Now, those. Are, these are the pros, AirPod
4: Pros.
3: What makes them pro?
1: The they charge me the to use them. They <laughs> they charge me to use them. The other ones are amateurs. I yeah. can use them
3: anytime.
1: <laughs> All the right, so I got I, I got a right.
3: Pro has noise cancellation. Yes, yes. Oh, so nice. How
4: nice and it uh, actually so adjusts. It tells you. Yeah. It tells you if you have a good seal or not.
3: Well, that's bizarre.
1: Okay, they're not showing up on my thing. Oh, I got to open like, them up. Yeah. I'm all right. He just shook he
6: shook him <laughs> up. <laughs> like up. Like a can of Tic Tacs. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Check for
4: update. Just cancel it. Uh, Wait, you can
6: update your AirPods? Yeah. What? I, even I didn't know that. What happened? It just in an keeps update? saying
1: check. And I know I won't better, have space uh, for update. I got connection. a 16 gig right. phone.
3: Right. Here, do it on my phone.
1: All right. Do it on your phone.
3: Oh, oh, it's like, oh, do you want to connect?
1: Well, you got to open them first. Well,
3: it closed.
1: I know, but you got to open them first. I'm, Anybody I'm knows I'm working that. on it. And then shake I was one-handed. It. You got so, to shake it. Shake it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so do you feel like you could wear those around? and not, Heck yeah. Yeah?
1: You know? Heck yeah. I was amazed at how good they sounded, and they were like, you know, they didn't feel like they were slipping, moving, or anything. I,
0: see, that's that's been my hang-up on wanting to get something like that, is you pay a lot of money, and then... There's nothing there, at least on a wireless. If they drop wire. out, you if don't drop, lose them. Yeah, but I'm just—that's my biggest fear that they're going to be in the middle of. I don't know, the grocery store. If that's your biggest fear in life,
1: you got a pretty good life. About having those oh, okay. particular type <laughs> of earbuds. That's my biggest fear. I'll never get by that. Okay, these are put in wrong. All right, here we go. Right. Because the 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 rubbery part goes to the inside the ear, right? Yes. Is that right? It helps
6: if you put the left in the left.
1: Yeah, but I don't. Right. There it right. is. I see it now. This is my left. <laughs> okay. this, this segment's so bad, this it's good. Why so does it?
3: Bad. There we go. Okay,
1: okay. now go ahead.
6: All um, right. Um, it looks like you don't even. Let have me play you now. You
4: should pull up
1: his diddy. Lecrae list. And. Uh... <laughs>
6: Here we'll I some don't know
1: who Lecrae is, but that Jesus sounds is funny. Okay.
4: <laughs> so the cancellation, you should be able to set it, Lindsay. Also, okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. How does feel? I
1: like these better. <laughs>
4: Obviously, they're, <cancelling laughs> they're, they're noise canceling. These are pretty, are pretty really loud right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: All right, I'm turning noise cancellation on right now. What's
1: on. I I don't know what that means. Can you hear me? What does noise cancellation mean?
3: It cancels out the outside noise.
1: It cancels you know, out the outside noise. noise? Yeah,
4: Yeah. you should well, be able to lightly Okay.
1: Turn it on.
3: It, it is on. <laughs> it's on. It's
1: definitely working. Well, I mean, I don't care what anybody says. Put These things are Here, amazing. We're doing, oh, okay. we're doing the fit
3: test. The music is on. We're doing the fit test. Do not remove mean? the AirPods. <laughs> it, they're fitting to see... Uh, you need to adjust or try. You're, you're not. Look at this. Stop. It's look at w- this. It's saying you're it not. You. You're not right. Fix yourself. <laughs> right now, be. the oh, app is telling him you tip? should put this in better. It's probably because you don't because have a great seal. It's probably what? because
4: of the little, uh, the cushiony things. Now we're gonna try it again. So my ears might be different than his. So it probably won't work.
1: I don't know what that music
4: is.
3: Your right is a good seal. Adjust the left. <laughs> this is. Really complicated. This is a great earbuds. segment. Everyone, listen. How's that? All right, hang on. It's it's testing now.
0: We got some earwax in there. We got a candle rod. We're gonna get it out and help. you.
3: Right. thing it. doesn't know. Throw anyway, back
1: to
6: a different
3: podcast. Is it glorious?
1: Yeah, it was glorious. I, I, if you could, he, am I talking loud? I came out. Yes. All right. Yes. If you could, if you could hear this, you would definitely tell the difference. You would be amazed at the difference now i'll tell you so that's
4: the price hang is it on, worth Skippy. the difference
1: okay. now the price of the first model that i showed us how much uh when i i think they were 199 back in the day <laughs> probably 199 new yeah all right now because they're a lower model they're probably chi- 150 cheaper. i think something like that no. how much are the new ones i think
4: they're 150 now maybe how much? maybe 99 the um, new ones, yes,
1: two fifty. Oh. Wow! Barf. Wow! Wow! That's what I'm saying. I
0: don't, wow. don't want to lose
4: 125 dollars walking around wow. the grocery store because somebody bumped me. That's bump your greatest fear. Yeah, are, I mean, that's my fear, guys. <laughs> the pros, the pros sit really well. That you, they're not coming out. Okay. And, oh, they're, and I'd they're be afraid of losing swim. them
3: once they're already out.
4: They're rated for swimming too. They're rated for when people swim. They no can, way. The yeah, nice. they're waterproof. So, wow. I've never lost one. Wow. Me. Yeah, but you, you don't have them?
3: three children. I don't have three
1: yeah, so. yeah. That you know of. I don't think well, so. Well, that we know of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that we know of. I probably wouldn't have got the but job. The pros that's, were the hottest. <laughs>
4: the pros were the hottest item for this year's Christmas. They were like almost wow. impossible to get.
1: Huh. Wow. Okay. Those cool. are really cool, though. I, I saw my, my sister and my brother-in-law, they wear them. They take walks. They wear them and listen to their music or podcasts or whatever. When I was down in Florida last year, and I said, man, those are really cool. And um, she said, we love them. So that is really, really cool. Thanks, Mike, for that. And I'm sure all of you out there got a lot um, of information, useful information <laughs> in my tech review <laughs> on that. So I, you know what? Honestly, Mike, I thought we were going to tech review maybe an automobile today. I, did, I, was, I, was, I thought maybe we were going to do a little bit of a, a Tesla tech review. Uh, not so (laughs) we'll have to do one in the future um in case you didn't know it mike is driving a tesla and i thought we'd do a little review action on that thing um but uh anyway so there you go um airpods not earpods right airpods airpods available from apple i'm sure they got knockoff ones that aren't near as good or whatever but um available from apple Apple, a couple generations. One's called AirPod Pro. Is that the later one? Is that what it's called, Mike? Yep. So I want to encourage you, if you want to get those, I I have a pair, you know, that plugs in, has the wires. And the only thing I don't like about that is, like, I would wear them and listen to either iHeartRadio and listen to, a, a you know, a talk show or something on that, or I'd listen to a podcast or something. Um, With the wires, they got all like tangled up when I'd be mowing the grass or whatever. Um, The the noise cancellation one would be awesome when I'm mowing the grass. It would probably help me hear it even more because I have to turn my phone up pretty high when I'm cutting grass. But anyway, uh, so thanks for that, Mike. Um, Tech review AirPods. Now, with all that brilliant information, you'll know exactly what you need to get when you're out at the store. And I hope you don't have... The biggest fear of your life, like Matt does about him. Because my fears have been. Don't an live answer. afraid. If Don't live afraid. Matt, uh, he faced uh, a grizzly bear. They won't come out. Rod <laughs> shook his head pretty hard right there. He faced a grizzly bear, but he, he jumped out of a plane, but he didn't have as much fear <laughs> as he does about bear? losing an airplane. AirPod. So uh, (laughs) anyway, thanks for that. Listen, um, I'm going to get into today's message if I can, and it's off of um, current news, truthfully. And um, I'm going to talk a little bit about this. might be a little controversial, um, but um, I'm really kind of ending it uh, with a question that maybe it will generate some discussion among our group, as well as uh, out there, maybe you can um, we we'll noodle through this yourself. This past year, New York signed a law, um, a bill that safeguarded abortion rights up through 24 weeks, and they haven't decided to go through all 39 weeks. That's their hope. Or 40 weeks, actually. Illinois passed a bill repealing the 75, 1975 abortion law that required consent um, from your spouse that required waiting periods that required restrictions on facilities and penalties for doctors. They wiped all of those out this past year. Vermont passed legislation that affirmed abortion rights to they're trying to get it again to 40 weeks. Maine's Democratic Governor Janet Mills signed a bill allowing health care providers who are not physicians to provide abortions. And now in our state of Virginia, in our Commonwealth of Virginia, Democratic lawmakers have made the killing of unborn babies from abortion as a top priority in 2020. And as I get into this, I want to let you know I'm not going to apologize. Um, this ticks me off. This doesn't make me, just make me sad. Uh, this makes me mad. So I want you to hear some of this. I'm going to read from um, an article that was posted today. Um, I first saw it on Matt's uh webpage and then uh, our Facebook page, and then I took it and read it and and posted a few comments myself. But it says this immediately after they won control of the Virginia House and Senate in January, Democratic politicians began pushing legislation to expand abortions and repeal state pro life laws. Now, before you log me out because I said Democrat. The truth is um, that the Democrat Party has been championing abortion rights um, for decades, all right? It is not a Republican Party platform. Now, that doesn't mean that there aren't Republicans who think that abortion rights should be out there, but it is not a Republican Party platform, and it absolutely is a Democratic Party platform, all right? So I want that real clear. That's why I'm saying Democrat, because it does belong to their party. All right. Um, On Tuesday, House Democrats voted to repeal a series of common-sense abortion restrictions, including a requirement that doctors perform abortions and two informed consent requirements. The legislation now moves to the state Senate for consideration. If the bill passes, women no longer would be required to to wait 24 hours before the informed consent and abortion. Nor would abortion facilities require, be required to provide an ultrasound and counseling prior to the abortion. And also, nurses and pra- nurses, nurse practitioners and midwives would be allowed to do as bo- abortions as well. Now listen, The Bible is far from silent. When it comes to the sanctity of human life, especially when the preborn life in the womb is concerned, this resource that I'm going to give you is just a few of them, um, of some scriptures, but it is not exhausted. All right. I'm just picking out a verse for each one. There's many other topics. So I know that you might have that favorite view, you know, view, I, I formed you in your mother's womb before you were born I formed out of Psalm 130. I get all that. I'm just picking out a couple of them, and then I want to talk a little bit. But I want to let you know, I'm speaking as a Christian, not just a pastor. I'll speak as a pastor at the end of this, but as a Christian, that the Bible does speak about the sanctity of life. There is a comment, or there are many articles. I was reading them this morning about um, Christian, liberal Christian pastors usually from liberal denominations, who try to um, make it sound like the Bible has nothing to say about abortion. I even saw one Episcopal female Episcopal pastor said there's absolutely no mention of of the word abortion. Well, of course not. That's not what we're saying. What we're saying is it is important to understand how God views life in this process. So I'm going to give you some. The Bible says in Psalm or in Isaiah 44, Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, and the one who formed you from the womb, I am the Lord, I am the maker of all things, stretching out the heavens by myself and spreading out the earth all alone. In other words, why that verse is important is because we need to understand that man does not make man. God makes man. God has made uh, human life from the very beginning. He is the one who declares that to us. I am the one who makes human life, all right? And so I think it's really important because we often take control of it and act like we have some sort of authority on human life when actually God does. Psalm 139, you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and my soul knows it well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret, skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed. And in your book, all my days were written and they were fashioned for me. And what David is saying is, listen, I know you put me together and you destined me. You made my journey ahead of me complete. You are the one who designed me. Um, I, I think it's important to understand that the pre-born are definitely human beings. There's a great story in the New Testament of when Mary was uh, with child and Elizabeth was with child, and Elizabeth, uh, her son, in case you didn't know, is John the Baptist, and Mary's son, of course, being Jesus. And um, John the Baptist was born before Jesus, um, and it says that Elizabeth, um, when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby in her womb, which was ultimately John the Baptist, right, um, uh, was filled with the Holy Spirit, and it leaped. I just think that is so cool that it leaped, and, and I feel like many times we try to call it a, a fetus or a blob or, of a, a, you know cells or whatever, but we need to understand that that is a child, all right? Um, That is a child. Um, There's so many more. Listen, I'm not going to read all these uh, to you, but I want you to get something. There has been an approach uh, by the church over the decades, since I've been a pastor back in the early 80s, Um, that has varied, all right? There have been some that um, believe um, our approach is just to pray or our approach is to pray for those moms that are considering abortion and pray for those who have had an abortion for healing and things like that. There are those who believe you oppose it by legislation and you go out and you vote and you make sure your vote is known and you try to vote these People out of office that don't stand for life and, and vote people in who are pro-life. And there are those who believe that it's a Supreme Court's job and you got to get the right people in the Supreme Court in order to overturn Roe v. Wade and all that kind of stuff. There are those who believe that you protest and you hold up the signs and you walk in front of the Planned Parenthood clinics and the abortion clinics and you walk through. And then you have even a greater extreme of those who um, bomb abortion clinics. And gosh, you've heard the story over the years of uh, doctors who performed abortions being murdered and and things like that. So they are extreme. And I want to let you know that I don't believe that the issue is just abortion itself. I think in our culture, in fact, if you look over the last few years, abortions have been in decline. Um, There's a lower percentage of abortions now than there was um, just a few years ago. But I do believe that the issue is much has much more to do with the respect of life itself. The respect of life is diminished in our culture, all right? And it's being diminished at an alarming rate. Even though abortion may be going down, the respect of life is increasing. Now, how do I mean that? Well, uh, one of the biggest ones is the gender debate all right, the gender debate trying to say there's more than just male and female, now there's all these different genders. What that is, is that's man trying to take over the um, direction of life, and what you find is people are trying to eliminate that God has any authority or anything to do with life, all right? Now, what that is, is that that is man trying to eliminate God, because if man can eliminate God, God, man can be God. Man doesn't have any authority. He creates their own authority. And I think that as we see that, we see more and more of the respect of God sliding away in our culture. All right. And uh, I put a I put out a post earlier today. I did a little rant to be honest and it just absolutely is getting to the point of ridiculous. And I'm 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 not going to lie. I am sitting here concerned about the silent church. And how we just often shake our head and we weep and we 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 whine and we complain. And we think, what are we going to do? Well, we probably should have started a lot more aggressively years ago, or we probably shouldn't have let the aggression that was going on years ago stop. But instead, we changed our approach and we changed our ta- tactics, and now we're seeing evidence of a godless society um, that is absolutely tearing this nation apart. And I truly believe that if you look around with any sort of um, reality in your eyes, you'll see an implosion coming in in this nation. I think sometimes the arrogance of this nation, we believe that we are going to be a power for a long time. And I think all you have to do is look at history and realize that empires don't last.
0: And I just want to clarify for some people who are listening. You were talking about the extremes in which people have pushed back, and you just made a comment. We need to respond with more aggression. I just want to clarify. You're you're not proponing— I got
2: that in my Okay, home. all right. Yeah. I just
1: want to make sure. Thank you. Um, thank you for that. Yeah, I, I know where you're heading. So just let me ask you, what do we do as Christians? All right? Do we vote to try to change legislation? Do we try to— teach people the value of life? Do we push adoption instead of abortion? All of that kind of stuff. What do we do? I think all of those things are good, but I truly believe it is time for the church, and I'm going to tell you right now, I'm talking to pastors, myself included, to scream from the rooftops. I believe the rhetoric that we often dance around this has got to stop. I believe that it's time for the voice of the church to become loud and yes, even angry in the defense of innocent lives. I think it's time that we stand up for the life of the preborn. I think it's time we stop sitting quietly and passively. I think we stop we got to stop looking at it as a matter of debate. I got to be honest, I think it's plain murder, and we would stand up before any other murderer and say that was wrong, and that's got to stop. We wouldn't debate and say, well, let's see, is there? did you have a right to take that person's life on the street corner? We, there would be no debate. There would be absolute, that's wrong, and that's got to stop. And I believe the church, it's time, and I'm going to say, pastors, it's time to take a pro-life, pro-God life pro god vocal stance. It's time to stand up and I think shout back. Jesus tipped over tables and I think it's time to tip over some tables. I think we got to quit some of our inept ways of convincing ourselves that we're doing something for the cause of life by our genuine love. I love genuine love, all right? But let me say something. There has to be fall involving some action that has to move forward and push back against the false lies that are being out there taught today out there um, that are campaigning. People are campaigning with. That it's time that people stand up. The church stands up and says, "Those are lies. That's wrong. That's not what it means." And and call those people what they are. They're liars. They're deceivers. All right. I do not believe you bomb a bomb abortion clinics. I do not believe you kill abortion doctors. I don't believe in any of that. But I do believe it's time that we do something different than what we're doing now i'm not just saddened by what i see i'm enraged at what i see i'm mad and to be honest i blame the church for a lot of it because we have been so acquiescing we have been so soft in our approach well what would jesus do well he would just love no i think jesus would stand up and say stop that's a lie i think he would point a finger back at him and say you're lying I get tired of this. So here's my question for you guys. Where is the line? How far does it have to be pushed before we finally raise up and we stop worrying about we might offend somebody and we start worrying about how can we stop offending God in this issue? How far does this line have to be pushed? I am amazed at the stuff we tolerate, and we almost, we don't agree with, don't get me wrong, we're not agreeing, we're just tolerating it. Well, yeah, that's the evil of our culture. Well, there's got to be a way to stop evil, and we're not. We're just letting it paint our nation. We're just letting it seep over all of our nation. And now here, what used to be a very conservative state, the state of Virginia, We have a governor that wants to push abortion to 40 weeks in this nation. He's even talked about
3: infanticide. He has talked about if a child is born and they they're not wanted, they would make the child comfortable and then make decisions with the mother afterwards. That is so sickening to me. That's not even that's like not even the right word to use. That's pure demonic evil we're talking about. So It's demonic.
1: Who is called to fight demonic evil? We are called to stand up because we have the spirit of God in our heart and soul. We have the word of God, which is swift and powerful as any two-edged sword. And we have the authority of God behind us. We have the truth of God in us. And we have the ability to back evil down not to back down to evil we're supposedly be able to charge the gates of hell right but yet we continue to disregard this basic issue i've always said there are two main issues in any election where does that can i don't care whether they're democrat or republic i don't care what i care about where do they stand on life on this abortion issue and where do they stand on israel those are the two main things that i look at because there's two things that God absolutely loves, and He absolutely protects. He protects life, and He protects Israel. He loves life, and He loves Israel. He made a covenant with Israel that He will never break. And so I want, I want whoever's in that office, that White House, whoever's, there, I want them to stand for life and stand for Israel. The other things. Of course I want, but they're not near as valuable. This is something that absolutely has to be stopped or at least fought against. And let me ask you a question. How much more disregard to the truth of God does the church tolerate before we stop whining and we stop thinking, well, let's do our little inept ways and let's stand up and let's fight back. And I don't even know what that looks like. I gotta got be honest. I can't i can't picture anything honestly without violence that's what i'm looking at so i'm going okay i know we're not called to go out there and bomb abortion clinics but doggone it something's got to happen and the church better wake up
3: i think right now it's unfortunate that it is not seen um and that just shows you bias in our media there's a huge movement even in our state for life the majority of america is pro-life but you don't hear that politics is influenced by culture, but the difference here is it's not really influenced by the majority of culture. It's influenced by the loudest part of our culture.
1: That's why we need to get loud.
3: Exactly. Mm. Last year at the Virginia March for Life, um, there were hundreds of thousands of people there. I, I went last year with my kids and my mom, and we were marching around the Capitol, and I was just weeping because I was so – this is such a historic moment that you're not going to hear about. That's right. We More than the National Women's March in D.C., yep. we killed that many people, We like way over the amount of – we didn't kill those – I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, numbers-wise, yeah. we had oh, so yes. many more people – At the March for Life in Richmond, just for our state March for Life, than there were at the Women's March in D.C. And this year is looking to be another huge year. So if you want to get out and just like (laughs) let Virginia lawmakers know, you need to go out February 13th um, to the March for Life rally and walk. Uh, It's so important I'm going with my kids because I want my kids to see, this is gonna end in your generation. You, when you get older, you're gonna look back and I cannot believe that America allowed that evil to go on for as long as it did, but not in my lifetime. And so that's, I feel really passionate about uh, Live Action, if you're not familiar with, is an incredible organization. It is the number one social media movement for pro-life. If you don't follow them on social media, you need to.
1: They're the ones that put out the article that we read, that I read today that I quoted a little bit of as Live yes, Action. Yes,
3: they're incredible. In just their statistics alone, 39 children are killed every hour by Planned Parenthood. Well,
1: I want to touch on that real quick because you made a statement. And I think this has to be clarified for people what I'm trying to get at. And that is we already know there is this huge percentage of population that does not agree with abortion. And they're marching all over the place and, and you know, like in Virginia. But yet it doesn't matter to our current state of the right. government. Right. It doesn't matter to the media. It doesn't get covered or anything. Mike, I, I will pay for a way for you to get your drone there at the march, fly it up over it, and we'll put it out on every single way we can do it. I would do that at this march because it's not going to be publicized. It's not going to be a big thing on the news. It's not going to be a big thing on social media, and something has to take place in order to get this out. But here's my point. If that's the case, if it really is... It's really the minority, the loudest wheel, all right, um, squeaky wheel that's out there. If that's what's going to get the attention, then why aren't we becoming a loud, squeaky wheel? Yeah. By more than marches, by loud, squeaky wheels. I, I Now, I'm talking mainly to pastors. I want you to hear me. I'm talking mainly to pastors, which might be kind of silly because I don't know how many pastors we have in our audience, but... So maybe I'm talking to myself, but I think our pulpits need to stop pandering. And I think we need to stop worrying about the feelings and start telling the truth and worrying about the truth. Listen, I really believe in the body of Christ. And so if I'm up there... And I'm preaching, and I hurt someone's feelings. They may not tell me, but they're going to tell somebody in the body of Christ. And I believe that's when the body of Christ ministers to that person and helps their wounds to be Mm -hmm. healed and helps them to get over the feelings part of it. My job cannot be designed. My job description is not written by the feelings of mankind. Mm -hmm. You've heard me say a hundred times, a thousand times, feelings are an excellent tool, but they're a lousy master. They cannot determine what is being taught, what is being preached, And sometimes, I'm sorry to say, even how it's being taught and preached. I truly believe that many of our early church fathers, many of the John Wesleys of the world or whatever you would choose, would be in the pulpit screaming at the top of their lungs against what's going on in this nation. And they would be pointing fingers and they would be naming names and they'd be saying, this is an offense To God. You know, the Jonathan Edwards sermon, sinners in the hand of an angry God was not a pleasant sermon, but he finally was saying, listen, folks, who cares if you disagree with me politically, you are offending God and I will always stand in a defense of God. Mm -hmm. And I tell you, I think there has to be some real anger, honestly, some righteous anger, some tipping over of tables, some absolute staring down those falsifiers, those those deceivers, those anti-God people. You cannot tell me, you cannot tell me that it is possible, and I'm going to tick off a lot of people right now. You cannot tell me that it is possible to call yourself a follower of Jesus, but to be pro-abortion. I do not see how those two combine. There is no way you can say, I'm a Christian, but I agree with abortion. I'm sorry. And if that ticked you off, yeah, maybe that was my goal today. I don't know. But I'm telling you, there is no way you can put those two things together. No, You can't. You cannot, at least not the God of the Bible. Maybe the God you've created, but not the God of the Bible. And I didn't write it, folks. All right. So I'm telling you right now, we can't stick our head in the sand. We can't just sit by and let this junk go on and go, man, look at the evilness of our state. Well, you know what? Then we got to do something. We got to do something, and and again, I wish I had this great master plan. I wish I had this all laid out. I feel like I'm just throwing up on people and then walking away. But I wish there was something out there I could say. And this is exactly what we need to do. I think that March. Do you have the date for that, Lindsay?
3: Yeah, it's um, February 13th at 11:30 meeting at the Capitol, uh, state Capitol in Richmond.
1: And that's that's a Thursday.
3: Yeah, it's only till one o'clock, so. I mean, it's not even like that's, it's going to take a day one way. You need I mean, to get down there.
1: I, I, I don't know how. Like I said, Mike, I'll, I'll pay for you to get your license down there to get it done. I mean, there's got to be some uh, way unfortunately, to. Unfortunately, not allowed. I know, but there's got to be some way we can do this. I mean, do you know what I mean? This is ridiculous, but I don't think the church can be silenced. Yeah, you know what I mean.
6: You, uh, you actually hit it on the head earlier, I believe, Rod. And you And we skipped over a little bit, you hit um, you said uh the church needs to promote adoption over abortion yeah um and given my testimony and my the fact that I was adopted, I could have statistically speaking, I could have been aborted because my mom was dealing with drugs and alcohol and in and out of prison, right so the fact that I'm still here today um is because that she chose to give life to me mm-hmm. yet. Years later, I was put into adopt into foster care and then adopted. Right, um, and my dad, ever since then, my dad, the one that adopted me, right, ever since then, for almost 20 years now, has been an advocate for adoption, speaking across the country to churches, to pastors. Um, and it's something that I'm pretty passionate about as well. And something that I want to do, um, when my li- in my life, and Savannah and I talk about it too when we get married. Someday we want to adopt, but it's it's just a calling on the church that we are forgetting. Um, it clearly says in the Bible for Christians and for those who follow Christ to um,
1: adopt the or- orphans. Take orphans, care orphans and of that's daughters. right. Yeah. That's true religion, and according to Jesus. True James. religion. And yeah.
6: If you if you look at it statistically and and just across the country, more families that go to church can adopt. And if all of the churches across the country push for that, there will be no kids in foster care. We can be that voice for those kids. We can be the voice for those for those unborn children, saying, "You don't have to do that. Th- there's another option. We will take care of your child. Mm. We can we can do that." It's just churches and people that are that are going to church and um, saying that they follow Jesus. They're too, comf- they're too comfortable. They're too mm. um, content with things in in with their life and how things are in america um yes adoption is great outside of the country i definitely advocate for that too but we got to focus on the kids in our area in our nation the kids that especially in in virginia there are way more churches in virginia than there are foster kids way more Hmm. um I know that's a little bit different than abortion, but it starts with that.
1: I think you're right. I mean, yeah. I, I I didn't mean to skip by it. I was just throwing out. Those are some things that I've heard taught, and those are good, and they're and they're soft, and they're they're unoffensive. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. We when you preach adoption, you're you're not going to offend anybody. Right? There's just going to be some people say, "Well, okay, whatever." And, and, and I and I so what I was saying is i don't disagree with all of that Mm -hmm. that's for sure i just think maybe we've got to step it up
6: yeah
1: we've got to speak up more and we've got to speak out more um on the principle of life and things like that so i appreciate that i know that it affected you chris it's affected mike our our uh mike resendies our our producer of our show he um He himself has uh, adopted a young lady, and uh, he and his wife, and so Cece. So it's really cool to see it affect, and and I think that um, you're right. It the church can speak louder on that. Um, So um, I certainly, I maybe we should have you speak about that one Sunday at church. I think that'd be kind of cool. I'd love to agree. Um, So great this Sunday. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Just
6: kidding. That's not <laughs> yeah. what we're doing. <laughs> so uh,
1: anyway, um, I, I think my whole point of all of this is that I think we have to do more. And I think we have to be um, less worried about being offensive.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, uh, in my... Bible reading. I'm I'm going through a plan right now, and I'm in the middle of Leviticus, and everybody has just been like, Ugh. like when they hear that, because there's moments that are just tough to go through, right? But I've actually really appreciated it, and uh, you know, the the tribe of Levi uh, had the task of ensuring the the purity and the holiness of the of the nation, and as I'm reading, I think what is just hitting me and why I'm appreciating it, even though it's just like nuanced. If you do this, this is how you make it right. If you do this, this is how you make it right. And I think what is just slapping me over and over again is there is a casualness in which we treat our holiness. There, There, there is an intensity that God has for our holiness and for righteousness, the things that are right. And I believe uh, being pro-life, is something that he cares deeply Absolutely. about. Yeah. And, and, and I just think we have gotten on the scale of our comfort and not wanting to offend versus uh, seeking, number one, our purity. Offending God. And offending God. Mm-hmm. We care more about hurting our Democrat friends who, who hold those abu- uh, uh, positions, our Republican friends who hold those positions. I, I have both. We care more about that than we do about offending God. And I'm reading this thing, and like the chapter about what happens when you sin, but you don't know that you sin. And there's this whole process of whoa, whoa, whoa. If you recognize that, you now have to make recommend uh, reconciliation with it. You've, you've make, uh, you you've got to make you got to go to the priest. You got to make an offering. And then if you've offended someone, you got to make it right. That's how serious. And and today, what happens if you found out you you messed up and you and you offended God? Oh, I'm sorry, God. I'm Thank God for the grace in which we live in, but I think there's got to be a part of us that says, how can I be right before the Lord? That's
1: that's one of the issues, too. The church has gotten really good at preaching an easy believism, an easy grace, and don't get me wrong, God's grace is sufficient, but... It also says in Romans, so what should we do? Should we go about sinning all the more so God's grace may be about, may abound? Absolutely not. And I feel like the church, the statement today is, so what should we do? Since we have grace, should we go ahead and live the life we want? Yeah. And I think a lot of people and a lot of churches teach that. Um, and I'm telling you right now, I think if, if I had to wrap this up, which I'm going to, I'm going to bring it to a point because honestly, I didn't know what point I was going to bring this to. I was just angry. I was spitting mad. Um, in the words of Matt Smith, I was just ill. I was just <laughs> ill and um, spitting mad on this. And I wanted to scream and yell. And I wanted to maybe do some things that you would think a pastor shouldn't do. But here's my challenge to you out there. If you're listening in and you're wondering, okay, so Rod, so what should we do? I don't have an overall overarching plan for the church, but I got something that you can start doing now. And that is stop being timid with the message of life. All right? I think sometimes we back down because they're, they're angry or you can't take away my right and we don't know what to say. And so I'm going to tell you, find out what to say and speak up and speak out. I'm going to tell you stop being apo- stop apologizing for the things of God. Mm-hmm. All right, and I know it's hard. Don't get me wrong; I know it's hard, and and maybe maybe you won't be liked. Maybe you'll be unpopular at work. Maybe someone will scream at you, or even do things like spit in your face or whatever. I don't know. Um, but for the cause of Christ and for the cause of truth. Um, we're never guaranteed that we will be liked. I mean, I, I think we can see down throughout the history of man some of the greatest movements um, of God in nations has come when uh, truth is trying to be thwarted, and finally Christians have had enough, and they stand united, and they move forward with truth, with boldness and courage in spite of popularity, and. I think it's time. So if you want to know what you should do, um, when that friend is ranting and raving at the at the coffee maker of work and talking about, um, you know, the women's rights and all that, you stand up for the right of the unborn. And you go ahead and not just shake your head and walk away, because I know that's what you do. I know we do. We just kind of think it's sad, and we walk away, and we may even say a prayer. And I think all of that is great. Don't get me wrong; saying a prayer is great, but don't be afraid to stand up and say, "Hold it, wait," and tell why you stand for life. Speak up and speak out. Um, Go to this. Go to this march, um, February thirteenth at eleven thirty, starting at the Capitol. I hope to see you there. Go to this march. And let's do something. Let's start um, being okay with being truthful and being honest and being open about it. And let's not hide it under. You remember that old song, um, "Hide it under a bushel"? No. That's right. All right. Let's not do that. So I know this went long, and I know that um, uh, it might have uh, offended you a little bit or whatever. Or you're thinking, "Gosh, what should we do?" Um, I'm gonna tell you something. Figure it out and do something, okay? There's plenty of resources. Get online, look at them, and do something. But let's 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 be tired of these things and let's try to change them. That's the way to put it. All right. So we're gonna move on to Matt's hot. No, we're gonna do uh, Chris. Hold Hot wait.
0: segue over to Chris.
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's no. fine. We can no, do no. it if you want. No, no. Anything You're one? the producer.
1: Yeah. I thought that's what you were saying. No,
4: I was going to give you a time limit. If you were going to go
1: over, then I was going to do it. Oh, You're I right see. At the no. Line. You're no, right no. at the line. Right at the line. Okay. We that's can do me. it. That's me. I live on the edge. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now we're going to go over to a new segment today, and it's all about the movies.
5: In a world run by boomers, comes a movie
6: reviewer so prolific. Richard Roper calls him, how did you get this number? He's the man, the myth, the patchy beard. This is Chris Moore reviewing movies. Hey guys, I just wanted to share three movies that I think that you should check out in theaters right now. Uh, first up is Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. We'll play a
1: little bit of the trailer. Gee, what a shock. It's a Star Wars movie of the <laughs> yeah, Of course. <laughs> yeah, because it's awesome. Here it goes. What
4: we've done all this time. What are you doing there, 3PO? Taking one last look, sir, at my friends.
0: Confronting
1: fear. It's the destiny of the Jedi. The destiny. The destiny. Wow. Can you turn that up?
5: We're all in this. <laughs> the end. Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. I think it's available now.
1: Yeah. All right.
6: It yeah. was
3: so good. <laughs> it was
1: it good. Was oh, yes. my God. The music and everything was just yeah. fabulous.
6: I really did enjoy it. It wrapped up the saga, um, something that we've been paying attention to since the 70s, right? Not me. Wow. I was wasn't you have none of you guys. <laughs> <but> <laughs> Star Wars fans in one. general. He found the so, Delorean
0: and went back in time. <laughs> That's I've right. I've seen all of them in the theater. Delorean. I just had to watch the remakes of the original. <laughs>
6: yeah, I had to. <laughs> when do. they did the extended <laughs> cuts. Yeah. So uh, if you go on run Tomatoes, uh, the critics um, were a little bit harsh. They said that this movie suffers from a frustrating lack of imagination, but concludes the B- beloved saga with fan-focused devotion. They said they gave it a rating of 52%, but audience score was 86. That's, That's right. probably what audience I would give it. Audience knows best. They yeah. did, yeah. yeah. I mean, there were a couple of things in the movie. I don't Where all the audience is under 12. much, but there were a couple of things I'm like, ah, I probably <laughs> you know, would have put it in I there.
3: heard somebody who's like a serious diehard Star Wars fan. Oh, man. shut up.
6: It's
0: your husband. Go ahead. No,
3: it's not Josh. <laughs> and they they've been upset about the new movies which Josh has been upset about the new yep. movies but they said they felt like this last one was pretty good cuz it felt like an apology for all the other ones yes. like we're writing all our yeah, wrongs yeah, don't sure. worry yeah,
2: yeah.
6: but this it is was, really good it was, it yeah it is good it uh, concluded some uh, overarching plots and things yeah. like that and answered some audience questions and i, I don't know, but it left it. room for Side stories. Side story. Yeah. I feel like we've talked
0: you into wanting to see it now, Roddy.
1: <laughs> can you say it on my face? Can you?
3: I kind of want to see it again I saw the first three. I want to see it again.
1: Listen, fantastic. I saw the first three, and I don't think I've seen any other one. I saw the first three, that's unfortunate. which is, that's okay. well, let's is see if I can remember, Star Wars, Empire Star Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. Yeah, I think but, those were the three, yeah. right? Yep, mm-hmm. those are the three back in the a '70s new and hope. '80s. A, a new hope.
3: Is a f- in Empire Strikes Back.
1: All right, turn the genre. So it's okay. it wasn't a new hope back then. Yeah, it was. It was just called The Empire Strikes Back. There no, you know.
3: a new hope <laughs> is well- the first movie, Star Wars. A new hope.
1: <laughs> it wasn't called that. It was just called Star Wars. Yeah.
6: A new hope, <laughs> <It's> a new <laughs> Episode Four.
1: <laughs> episode Four. Okay, so moving Nobody on, knew it you guys. guys
6: this is a this this movie.
1: I is- was alive. You weren't. <laughs>
6: continue this movie is incredible if you haven't seen it i would definitely advocate yep. this movie oh, and it's based on a true it's story oh, okay. it's called just mercy um here's the trailer
5: they convicted an innocent man i was always taught to fight for the people who need the help the most you don't know what it is down here they ain't got to have no evidence how many of you all were with Walter that morning? You ain't quitting, is you? No, sir. We all with you.
1: Is that with Jamie Lee Fox? It is, yeah. Jim. Jamie Foxx. <laughs> yeah, for a
6: second I was like Fox. Jamie Lee Curtis
5: Fox.
1: Jamie <laughs> <laughs> Foxx. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, yes. uh, and uh, the guy who played, played Creed, My right? B Jordan played Creed. I want to see this
6: yeah. so bad. I read it so is so many good things it about it. It is so it. good. Uh, Critics Choice says, or Critics Consensus says, uh, dramatizes a real life. Injustice with solid performances, a steady directorial hand, and enough urgency to overcome a certain degree of earnest advocacy. I don't know what any of that means, but <laughs> but it was good. <laughs> it was a great. I'm going tell you. The, the <laughs> so acting you, was incredible. The storyline was great. When it it's was already. Up. Just Mercy yeah. you know, is out, out yep. currently. Yeah, I want to see um, it. Basically, Jimmy Fox uh, is, is wrongfully convicted and is on uh, death row. And Michael B. Jordan is his. Uh, last lawyer to try and defend him, and it's the story of um, justice and uh, the, the change in the in in the laws, I guess, down there in Alabama during the time. Um, and it was man, it was touching, and it ended very very well. So, so you, go you and see c- it. You did see this one. I did. I saw all three of these. And The last but not least is a very heartwarming tale story <laughs> of. Uh, action action and, and family family and, and yeah. rom- romance and, and uh, magic comedy Overcoming and magic. hatred
0: and differences
1: yeah
6: uh, yes best movie uh, best movie of 2019
1: close ford versus ferrari
6: close frozen 2, <laughs> frozen two. <laughs> here we go <laughs>
4: You're the unknown
6: It's intense music. Elsa is running across the lake. Somebody want to give us a play by play of what. (laughs) She falls into the water. (laughs) Oh no, Elsa. She's drowning. (laughs) But wait. The magical horse comes and saves her.
1: Oh my gosh. (laughs) What is this?
6: Magical horse? I don't think so.
0: Yeah, we previewed this preview. Look at this.
6: This fall. Right, that's great. Okay, anyway. Tell us about it. So, <laughs> why did you pick that one? <laughs> I, I don't know. Go ahead. Okay, so Frozen 2 can't quite recapture the show-stopping feel of its predecessor, but it remains a dazzling adventure into the unknown. Um, again, I disagree. I thought it was a very, very good movie. Being I like it better than the Disney first. Read, read, read the Rotten Tomatoes that? versus
0: the audience again. I'm gonna. I'm so gonna save Rotten
6: Tomatoes this. gave it 77%. Audience is 92. I think see, they're too harsh. I think they're too harsh. Here's the thing.
4: I'm don't gonna know. save this. I just saw 1917. Mm-hmm. That's a movie to see. <laughs> that one was amazing. Nice. I should have gone. I should have gone. I asked so, you. I know. I should have gone, man.
6: You. We should have gone together. But all right. I was actually very upset that Savannah saw this movie before me because I'm an avid <laughs> Disney fan and I oh. love We're Disney. Back movie. I'm not gonna lie. We're back <laughs> on Frozen Two. I'm sorry, Rod. It's but really good.
3: <laughs> can you? And they pay like. Are you surprised? To queen at one point. Yeah, this is great. Which is really funny. It was great. It's great. Go the music it.
6: was great. The acting was great. Let me tell you, it was just all around a stellar <laughs> performance.
0: It was. <laughs> I just think you're so I, Well, Here's my thing. It's great if I have to go see a kid's movie. I'm not going to be like, to go see. When
4: was I don't first, even have any kids what was yet. Her I first still movie. What was her first movie when she went to go like, when you took her? Do you remember? Peter Pan.
1: Um. <laughs> animated <laughs> how old animated. am I? yeah i'm animated. trying to think i'm trying to think was it, was it like a disney movie no it might have been Ellen, like that was a ariel or
4: that a little mermaid, little mermaid, mermaid no, or... little mermaid one or might be on track th- around that time yeah that's great. yeah yeah
1: i mean that's the level of what we're talking about yeah well listen thanks uh chris for that i um i think that i definitely want to see one of those movies and um
3: <laughs> Can I just say this, Matt, real quick on your Peter Pan comment?
1: Yeah.
3: It came out in 1953. It did not come out when you were born. It did. Okay. It did. Okay. Right. Now continue. Right, thanks. The wrong
1: way off. Uh, yeah, he's talking about the. I got. Kid. I got Siskel and Ebert in here for the, the Disney one. For those is 53. of you who don't know who that is, never heard of it. Used to be the movie review show. Um, but anyway, um, thanks, Chris, for that. Um, you know what I, I would like to add next time? Seriously, to this. There are websites that you can look up for Christian families to say, here's some things to just be prepared for, like that that uh, movie Just Mercy. All right? You know, if there's any language in it or I, I'm not talking about, oh, be careful with Frozen because she gets scared by a monster. I'm not talking about that. But just some things... Uh, maybe next time you do a movie what i can't remember
3: plugged in online it just gives you the info you need on what's in it yeah
1: it just tells you some things that are on there all right so really good chris thanks for that um and uh, like i said i uh, i'm i want to see that just mercy i've heard nothing but rave reviews all right so now it's time to go to matt and he's going to do hot topic are you going to do hotter topic which one are you going to do today we're going to do one. And you're going to have to guess. All right. <laughs> it's
0: time to get hot on our hot topic. All right. So, guys, <laughs> hey, I had a strong, strong suspicion that, uh, that my boss here was going to talk about this today. And so... I actually wanted to bring a really cool, heartwarming story that just came on my radar uh, a couple weeks ago uh, on the Returning the Favor fan page. Uh, Y'all know I love that show. But anyways, uh, there's a really cool story that just came out this past week uh, about a young 19-year-old boy, uh, a guy named Hunter Wart. Uh, This past June, uh, he had been working to save $10,000, and he... Scrap metal, did yard work. He worked and worked and worked for months. And finally, this past June, he put in what's called a safe haven baby box into uh, the local fire department, the Seymour, Indiana Seymour Fire Department. And he put this in. And I hadn't heard this story. And I just thought, man, this is so cool. And so this past Thursday, um, a little baby was put into yeah, this box.
1: I, I read mm. that. That was so cool. And
0: it? this is such a heartwarming story. And... um, and 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 essentially, what what happens is when uh, a mother who's uh, kind of caught between uh, this uh, this turmoil of should I or shouldn't I get rid of the baby, um, they, they gives them a, uh, a discreet way of doing it, and so the baby is put uh, into the safe box and uh, the baby box, and within minutes, uh, the fire department is notified, and then. Uh, the this past Thursday the baby was then uh, an ambulance was called they, they kept the baby safe and comfortable and then he was taken up to uh up to the hospital and he was being able to uh, be cared for and so now he's able to pretty uh, cool, this right? little girl has opportunity for life and so I just love this story I think it's fantastic and what's cool is the date there's there's 24 of these boxes across different states and um you know it, it's interesting because I know the statistics have got to be skewed because it's always based off what do we know versus what don't we know. But the 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 lady who uh, invented, uh, or, or who came up with this organization, uh, she herself, number one, fun fact, uh, was a child who was abandoned. And so now she has grown up and she's fighting and giving other chance, kids a chance like this little girl, an opportunity uh, for life. And what's really cool is... Uh, last year in indiana there were four uh, uh abandoned babies and uh all of them died and mm-hmm. what's cool is uh is is since that so far there, there haven't been any uh any kids and so just what an awesome awesome story what a great opportunity and a young man who you know we're talking about just people doing something and this kid worked he raised ten thousand dollars and uh man talk about what a cool moment it had to have been for him to feel like man I, I, all that work and blood, sweat, and tears was worth it. So there you go. Very Heartwarming cool. story for you.
1: Very cool. Thanks, Matt. I read that story. That was that was excellent. That was an excellent story. All right. Well, Lindsay Lou, what's happening at Kindred?
3: Oh, man. So much is happening at Kindred, if you don't know. First, I just want to tell you that we, on Sunday, are going to spend some time worshiping at 10-825 Center Address. Yeah. <laughs> Ten eight two five, 8, Midlothian Turnpike. But then we're going to head over to our new facility on Hull street and courthouse and, uh, give everybody a chance to tour the place and see the inside before we get all the work done. And, uh, so you can kind of dream with us and most importantly pray with us and just pray that this building is going to be used for God's glory, that people are going to come to know Jesus in that place that uh marriages are going to be healed in that place and families are going to be healed in that place and and um really cool things god's going to do there and right now we're going to just plant seeds of faith on sunday together yep. so i'm really excited about that yep. um so be looking forward to that next month we've got some really cool stuff going on we've got propel we've got the the men's breakfast and we've even got a family movie night coming up so be sure to check our website for that info
1: All right. Going to be a good time Sunday. Hope to have you there. Um, We'll start out at 10825 Midlothian Turnpike and wind up at, I think it's 10601 uh, Hull Street Road, I think is what our new address is. It's the old big lots there at the corner of Hull Street, and Courthouse. It's behind the discount tire and the Wawa. So we'd love to see you there. Um, You'll see the sign in the window that says Future Home. So that's the building. And we want to see you there after our worship, after communion. So come join us on Midlothian Turnpike, and then we'll go over there and finish it up, have some prayer time, and we'll show you what the building's going to look like. So going to be looking forward to that. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. Thanks for being a part of it. And I want to remind you again, speak up and speak out, and don't be afraid to stand up for what's right. Um, let's have a great week. Let's have a great time of, of uh, encouraging one another. I hope you have a great time of worship this weekend, um, wherever you are. And don't forget February 13th, the uh, March for Life here in Richmond at the Capitol. We'd love to see you there. Have a great day. God bless.
0: You've been listening to the Kindred 360 podcast. If you would like to hear more, be sure to check out our additional
1: podcast, Extra 360, and be sure to subscribe to the Kindred 360 podcast to stay up to date with our most current episodes. We want to thank you for listening today and have a blessed week ahead.